0: Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And
1: I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world.
0: So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual.
1: Welcome, I'm Brad Miller, and I'm here with Jason Medford. And today, we're going to tell you how to get everything you want in life. Millions and billions of dollars, the big house, the boat, uh, true love, all these things. We're going to help you get it. By the end of this episode, you're going to want for nothing. Yeah. All right, Jason, well, take it away. Explain how that
0: happens. Love, love, or whatever it is going on alive right now. Brad, was that a bit? Was that a bit hyper hyperbolic? <laughs> uh, yes and no, right? I mean, uh, but it's it's funny. I mean, we're. Um, I mean, you all know you're listening to the podcast. It's walking a spiritual path, right? But what's what. Uh what I see a lot of times from people on a spiritual path is they're trying to make money from their spiritual path. And again, there's nothing, you know, nothing wrong with making money, but you know, how so most of the time when people are talking about manifestation, they're talking about having the the private jet, having the five houses, having, you know, the, the perfect relationship, right? Um, but it's not as easy, at, well, it is and it isn't as easy as like the Instagram pictures and everything would make it seem to be, right? And Otherwise I course, we don't have it if it was. Yeah, right? I mean, every, everybody would have it if that were the case. And, and granted, some of those things are staged. So mm-hmm. don't believe everything you see. A lot of the people that are posting all this information about, you know, how abundant they are and how rich they are. And and I guess that's one, too, where I think sometimes there's a misconception or people almost get down on people who don't have a lot of money or don't have a lot of physical abundance of like, oh, you must be doing something wrong spiritually if you don't have all this money. And it's like, well, the two are not not necessarily associated but maybe we'll talk about that on another podcast when Jason hops up on his soapbox (laughs) (laughs) but anyway let's talk about how, how how to get what you really want right and I know at least for me
2: when I know what I want I can manifest it very quickly there's just something I mean I I
0: what would normally take people months to do, I can somehow do in weeks. When I know what I want, then I can manifest it. So why don't I manifest everything that I think I want? Because I have a hard time deciding what I want. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's okay.
0: Right. And I know, you know, Brad, we were talking, but, but I think... Hmm. You know, people that are listening, if you're having trouble, quote unquote, manifesting, right, whatever it is, uh, a lot of it might be because you don't really know what you want. You don't know what you want to create or you're afraid to admit what you really want. And that kind of yeah. goes back to the letting go and some of the other stuff we've talked about before. But, um, you know, Brad, I know you brought this up as the mm-hmm. topic, too. so.
1: Yeah, no, I, mean, I think we're kind of the in the same boat on this, right? Yeah, no, that's one of the issues, is that I just don't know what I want. You know, there's so many options out there. Um, you know, and and so it's hard sometimes to narrow it down to one thing, you know. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like the, the idea you're at a buffet and the buffet has steak and it has lobster and it's got you know, chicken and pastas and all kinds of things and, and stuff. And you're like, what, what do I pick? Like, there's just so many options and you get overwhelmed. Um, and then you end up with like, I don't know, the field cutlets or something like that, or, you know, the chicken tenders or something like all these other options, but yet you, you just are overwhelmed with everything. And so you just kind of default to kind of, you know, the chicken tenders that you could get, you know, with the fast food joint down the road or something. Um, you know, and it's just because it's, and I'm sure we'll probably talk a little bit more about this when we learn about Jason's secrets to making things happen, but you know, <laughs> you need to know what it is that you want before you're going to get it. Yeah. I mean, plain simple, like if you don't know what it is that you want, how in the heck do you expect to get it? Right.
0: Well, and I think, like you said, when <clears throat> I'm just from a human design perspective, I I'm a person that gets shit done, right? So you you give me a project, yeah. you tell me something needs to be done, I'm on it, it's done, right? Um, and it's not that I am not a big picture thinker and I'm not a thought leader and I don't see the world differently and I and it's not that I don't see what could be, but because there's so many things that could be, right? Trying to pick from them is sometimes hard. So let's take that buffet example you were just talking about, right? Mm-hmm. If we're sitting around and we're like, oh man, Brad, I'm kind of hungry. Are you kind of hungry? Yeah, I'm kind of hungry too, right? So, well, what should we eat? Well, I don't know. There's like, there's all these different things we could eat, right? So many different possibilities that that it's endless. It's unlimited in possibilities, right? Because even still, I mean, again, we can think of all the different dishes that might have been made or that we've eaten or that we know about, but we could create some new, completely different dish that, that hasn't existed before, right? And so I think sometimes, especially, you know, because you and I have been trained logically, problem solver, right, kind of, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if I have a challenge, if I have, if I have a problem, if I know there's a project that needs to be done, I get it done. Right. But it's sometimes coming up with what that is that sometimes is the harder thing to think about. Right. But let's say then, you know, again, we're like, I don't know, let's go to this place. It's got a buffet. So now we can walk into the buffet. And now instead of it being completely endless options, now we've got maybe a hundred. Right. And so when I go into a buffet, I'll usually do my risk assessment. Okay. I mean, you're bringing a business term to it a tracks, spiritual yeah. podcast, no, right? Fine. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll do my little, you know, I'll I'll take a walk through the whole buffet area and just kind of get a sense for what's there, what's available, what the different options are. I even kind of look sometimes at like what people are walking away from the buffet with, because sometimes that can kind of give you an idea. Like if you see half the people have the same dish on their plate it's like oh that must be really good because so many people are actually doing it right so now we're narrowed down and i can walk around i can look at all the different stuff and go okay now i'm going to go back and again this is just what i do from a buffet perspective okay i'll get my plate i'll go back and i'll get one or two of each of these different things that kind of jumped out at me that i thought and i'm like well let me just taste it see what i like get a little get a little taste of it and then once I do that, then I go back for the real meal, right? <laughs> then I then I go back and it's like, oh man, that shrimp dish was, right? So I'll go back and get some more of that, whatever, right? Um, and I think you know that's a lot of what we're talking about here, right? Is that? And again, I'm no I'm no expert on this. I'm <laughs> I'm learning just like everybody else. But when I do put my mind to it, I get shit done and I do it quick, right? And so, but I a lot of times take time figuring out what I really want.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm
0: going around and sampling a little bit of stuff. I'm imagining different scenarios or timelines and how they might play themselves out and think, is that a scenario that I would be happy with or that I would like? No? Okay. Well, then take it off the plate, right? Again, it's like you just, you're just you looking at a dish at the buffet and you're like, yeah, those meatballs look a little slimy. I'm not going to touch that. I, I, I don't think I really, really want that. So that's no longer an option for me, right? And so you're starting to remove some of these options. You're testing out a few things to see what you really enjoy right? And once you start finding out what you enjoy, then you can start imagining. You can start creating mentally what that might look like for you. And there's different options, there's different ways it could go, right? I mean, uh, there's, there's endless possibilities, you know, that can go along with it. But once you start to, I think, figure out what what you really enjoy, then you've got a lot better idea of where you want to go. Now, I'll use a real life example for me, for me, right? Is I love podcasting, I love having discussions like this. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't make any money doing it. And so there's the responsible adult, fiscally responsible part of me that's like, uh. yeah, Jason, you can't just podcast, you know, and, and, and still live, right? Maybe I can, maybe I can't, right? And I haven't fully vetted that out either. I mean, obviously, I love it. I've done like 600 combined episodes in three different podcasts that I've had, and I've been doing it for years, Right. And I think I'm pretty good at it, but I don't know, right? I mean, <laughs> what does
1: the uh, what the statistics say?
0: I, I don't know, edge? right? Well, but right, but but that's one where again, I'm I'm still playing, right? It's like, do I want to go all in and just all I do is podcasts? I don't know. Is that a scenario I can kind of play out in my mind and see if that's really what I want to do? Because I know there's a lot of value in delivering the messages that I'm delivering. I mean, a lot of the stuff we're talking about here or that I'm talking about on other podcasts, nobody else is talking about them or nobody else is being honest about them or you know, shedding light on the bullshit that most people are feeding the world, right? So I know there's value in it, but then the business part of my mind is like, well, but you can't, you don't make money doing that, right? So then you have to sit and look. You know, again, I'm just walking through this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, what I'm going to do, but I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to walk through the process of what I would, what I would do if this is what, I, what I want. And I would say, well, is there any evidence out there that people make money doing podcasts? Uh, yeah, Joe Rogan makes hundreds of millions of dollars a year, right? Uh, he kind of breaks the whole rule of what most people will tell you, you have to do on a podcast. Oh, you have to be politically correct. Really? Joe says whatever he wants to. Oh, you, uh, you, you need to keep your episodes to, to 30 minutes. because nobody will listen longer than 30 minutes. Really? He's got a three or four hour. Show that hundreds of millions of people listen to every single month. Right. So I would start to collect some of the information to say, hey, maybe this limited belief that I have because of my training, because of what I'm allowing people to tell me is not necessarily true. And so it gives me the right to dream about something that could be in the way that I want to do it, right? And so, you know, again, it's it's that idea of starting to uh, imagine different options that you can pick from, and then just deciding which one you want to go with. The more specific we can be, Uh, Because again, what I would then do is I'd I'd kind of write down some things and uh, specific details of things that I want to manifest, right? And then I would start to imagine it, play it out in my head, start to listen to my intuition to help me to know what to do to make that thing happen. Right. And so, again, I'm giving you an example of what I what I um,
2: uh, would kind of go through if,
0: the, if that were the case, let's say, from a business perspective. Now, a real life situation, uh, I just moved. Not very long ago, I moved states. I, for a while, had been thinking that this might be where I want to live. And so there were some things that I was going through and doing and imagining and thinking about, of, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Ba, 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 right. And then, you know, coming out of a divorce and the finances and everything else. Right. And then you look at the home prices and 3D brain jumps in and it's like,
2: Fuck,
0: what am I going to do? Where am I going to live? Right. They By the river down by the river, just hanging out in my tent with the other homeless people, right? Um, but when I decided, you know, again, so I thought about some different scenarios. Do I rent? Do I buy? What kind of house do I buy? What do I, you know, where do I want to be, right? And start thinking about some of those things and start telling myself, I live in this area, right? So I'm starting to seed that to myself. But when I really kind of decided and got serious and I pulled out a piece of paper and I said, what are the things that I want in a house? And I wrote down about six or seven different things. The minute that I did that and I took action every day towards that end. Right. So when I decided that I was going to
2: move, uh,
0: for probably 2 months i was doing some different things each day to start preparing myself for it i started packing up some of my things because i knew i was going to move so every day i would pack up a few things maybe give away a few things right i would go out on zillow i would look at the housing market find out what what was available for rent what was available for bought to buy what did some of these houses look like I could see the pictures, right, online, I could kind of imagine myself being there. And it's like, well, I don't know, how does it feel if I was there, if I was walking through this house, how would I feel, right? So I started imagining myself in some of these different places. And, you know, when I would, when I would come out here physically, right, I, I went around with a realtor, you know, one time, and just kind of looked at some of the things that were available. I wasn't ready to do anything yet, but I was taking that one step, right, to the point to where when I finally decided, okay, I'm ready to go, right, within three weeks,
2: I had a place to live. But it was the little
0: things. And it was the, you know, once I got here and I landed, and then I pull out my list, and it's like, damn, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, check. In fact, as I've been here, there's things that I said three years ago, five years ago to myself, check mark. But it didn't manifest itself for years. But it has now, All right? So, so those were some of the different things. Because, like I said, when I decided to move here, uh, nobody knew, and that and that's another thing that I do when I when I'm in manifesting mode. I usually keep my head down. I do my work. I don't tell anybody about it. Um, and literally, like I was on phone call with a few friends, and and. <laughs> They're like, so when are you moving? I'm like, well, I'll be there on Friday. And it was Wednesday. They're like, this Friday? Yeah, I'm going to be there on Friday. That's two days from now. I know, I'm going to be there on Friday, right? Um, and I had already planned it out in my mind and it worked
2: out that way, right? Um, yep, right. So that's
0: some of the stuff that I do. But again, it's... For me, the hard thing often is figuring out what it is that I really want because there's mm-hmm. so many different options mm-hmm. that you can pick from.
1: Yep. Yeah. So you manifested your current house. Um, my daughter actually manifested this house. Oh, yeah? So, um, <laughs> you know, we, uh, back the when the pandemic hit, we uh, decided that we wanted out from where we were. Um, uh, it just, the neighborhood was, started nice when we moved in, but after about 10 years, it kind of started to get a little rough. Um, I mean, we had a a drug bust outside, you know, our window. Um, there was a a situation where there was a, uh, a suspect barricade inside a house across the street. You know, there's a lot of vacant houses, things that were, um, you know, turn into rentals and things like that in the neighborhood. And um, plus looking at the school district and things like that with my daughter getting to that age, we didn't want to, to kind of stay there. Um, in that, and so we, um, at that point we're like, we don't know where we're going to be. Ultimately, uh, we, ha- we, we have an idea of what we want, uh, area wise. Um, but we, know we can't, this is not the area. So we actually moved out, um, a year and a half, almost two years prior to finding this place. Um, And we're living with in-laws and things like that. And then when we, um, we heard, I don't know if it was on Facebook or something like that about this house that we're in was having an open house and we walked through the house and my daughter was with us. And as she's walking through the, she's walking through the house, she's like, okay, so this is going to be, this is my room and this is daddy's office. And I'm going to have my play stuff here. And so she was saying, telling the, the owners that were there, like where things were going to be and everything else. Um, you know, this is going to be her house and this is going to be her room and her, her clothes are going to be in this closet. And like, she had the whole thing planned out. Um, and a couple of days later, we got the call said, Hey, if you guys are interested, um, we, we'd love for you guys to have the house. And so we, uh, that, that put us here.
0: Um, we'll see. And she was doing some of that same stuff again, right. Where mm-hmm. she was imagining you guys in that house and kind of wrapping it up or saying, no, look, this, this is for us. This is our house. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know like for me, you know, when I, when I first looked at, um,
2: cause this, this place that I'm in was actually the third place.
0: Right, that I ended up, uh, you know, kind of going to, um, because again, I was using a lot of logic in in kind of the first two places, um, mm-hmm. and when I really, what what's funny is when the second one kind of went away. Um, my realtor sent me this this listing, you know that that day, like, oh, we 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 didn't get the other one, you know, it's already gone. What about this? And it's funny because I had looked at it before, but I kind of poo pooed it. Like, no, nah, I don't know. You know, there was, you know, a ha- house literally across the street from me was was for sale, and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, from the pictures it looks so much nicer and all this other stuff, yeah. but it was a lot more money anyway. But but what's funny is, you know, again, when I started listening, right, and instead of trying to logically work my way through it and just trust and just do something every day just a little thing every day the process went right through right and and what's funny is it's like this place was manifest for me 50 years ago when the person did the house it just took me 50 years to get here to enjoy some of the things that have been put in place by other people that they didn't know as an example one of the things on my list that i wrote because i'm a big sun guy okay in fact i'm actually even wearing my shirt here comes the sun Mm -hmm. shirt right yeah i'm a solar baby what's my name it's jay sun sun baby sun so (laughs) here comes the sun but um I put down, I wanted to be able to watch the sunrise and the sunset. A lot of places you cannot do that. You cannot watch the sunrise and the sunset in most houses because of the way that it's situated, everything else that kind of is, mm. is set up that way. And actually, as, as you were talking, I was thinking one of my childhood homes, we had that option too. The way The way that it was set up, uh, it was th- that house ran north, south, but we had big mm-hmm. windows on the east and west side uh, and with with no encumbrances on on you know trees or anything up close to us, So we could actually watch mm-hmm. the sunrise and the sunset in that house where I spent probably 10 or 11 years of my life. Um, but I can do it here. Because of the way that the house is situated and I've got a, a, a deck. And covered covered patio screened part of it part of it screened that goes the whole length of the house, and so I can sit on one end in the morning and watch the sunrise. I can sit on the other end and watch the sun go down every day, right? And like I said, it's it's a little thing that was important to me, but whoever put this house here 50 years ago when they first did it, didn't know that I was going to come later. But voila, right? The house across the street that I thought I wanted, yeah, had a, had a had a better view in some ways, but I have kind of the same view. But they don't get the sunrise and the sunset. And in fact, it's lower down, so all the water when it rains goes right into their
1: house. So, <laughs>
0: so I'm anyway. out of
1: them. But I guess,
0: I guess so. So the other, the other part with that, that, you know, that I'm talking about, and I think to kind of pull together, because again, it's walking a spiritual path, right? What What we're talking about here is manifesting in the right way. You're evolving spiritually because you're trusting, you're listening to your intuition You're putting out your intentions and working with the universe to create and plasmate and make those things happen in the 3D world, right? And so through the whole process, right? And again, I learned from going through the process of moving. I grew a lot by going through the process of moving. Right. Because it's hard to move. Oh, yeah. But, but this, this, and I probably moved 15, 20 times in my life.
1: You're an expert then.
0: I'm an expert, but this was honestly the easiest move that I've ever had. Hmm. Because I was allowing myself to actually follow the guidance. You know, be clear about what I, what my intentions were doing the little things every day, keeping myself, you know, in a feeling of gratitude and love and everything I was doing was from a place of gratitude and love that just made the whole process so much, so much simpler. I mean, everything just kind of fell into place and ended up being better than I could have expected.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the way you want it. Like, especially like something big like a house. Like I said, moving, mm-hmm. moving's a pain, mm-hmm. you know. And so, if you can have it easy and um, relatively stress free, like that's, like I mean, really, when we moved into this house, um, because we, when we moved out of our house, house, it sucked. Like, you know, getting all your other stuff packed up, cleaning, get all that, you know, going through things you didn't even realize were still there things that you hadn't seen since you moved in the first place like it was you know it was awful and then moving everything to storage units and you know all that kind of stuff but moving from here was much easier mm-hmm. you know you know because we hired a movie we hired movers to do it for us yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> We well, that uh, that
0: obviously <laughs> helps but i mean but i mean again it was like you know if you look at i, I don't know what your experience was there but you know, I'm I'm sure that again because it was, it was something that was supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? And and you guys had kind of set the intention. I mean, you knew that being at the other place that you wanted someplace quiet. Guess yep. what was the first thing on my list? Quiet, right? And it's the same thing. I mean, I'm in in the subdivision area where you would think you would hear all kinds of stuff because, you know, I have neighbors. I don't hear anything. It's quiet, right? The whole time it's quiet. And, you know, I know for me, that's also been a a big benefit for me and my involvement is to not have so much of that, you know, world noise, if you will, chatter, you know, airplanes, whatever else, you know, that are making noise as well but to be able to 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 have that peace more or like i know your place has a bunch of trees too right so you know quiet you've got nature surrounding you i mean on this lot of land that i'm on i i need to go count them but there's probably 20 different trees on this on this little lot i mean you just you don't get that normally right and they're big trees junipers and pines and you know um that I do feel like I'm up in the mountains, even though I'm in a subdivision in the middle of a city, right? Um. So, so I don't know. Is that is that going to give everybody the, the fame and richness and all the stuff that they want?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it, come, it boils down to the big thing is first of all, you got to f- figure out what it is you want. Mm-hmm. Again, I know that's that's what gets me, you know, trips me up all the time because I get so many different ideas. It's like the buffet. Like I see like, oh, look, there's the steak. Oh, but there's that, that chicken dish over there that looks really good, but oh, there's some really good pasta and, you know, just kind of want a little bit of everything as opposed to just kind of picking. I went there, you know, just, you know, I'll just go get the roast beef. Like, you know, it's just, it's just so many different options and so many different things and, um, you know, so many possibilities, you know, cause that's, I mean, One of the things about life is life is full of possibility. Um, Life is possibility, like all the different options and choices that you have to make. And sometimes it can be really tough to narrow that down um, into just one thing. And so, you know, to say, I want, you know, and and maybe, maybe one of the lessons for me with this is that. It may not be that I have pictured and I've chosen, I want this specific piece of roast beef that looks like this, that's got this kind, you know, but focus more on the general feeling that I'm looking for, going more for, um, you know, more of the general encapsulation of what it is that I'm trying to get. Um and, and focus on that is not the specific details about, you know, what does this look like and what color is this and all that kind of stuff. Um, because I think that for me anyway, I get too wrapped up into those little details and then I get lost in the in the woods. Um, because I just like, oh, well, this detail, how do I want this detail and this detail? And then we never get anywhere. Um, you know, because we yeah, mind up. Yeah, because
0: when we get too much in the details, we confuse ourselves too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And and we try to we kind of place limitations on what can be by being too specific in some ways, right? Like I I want a a four inch by three and a half inch piece of roast beef. It's it's three quarters of an inch thick. And if it's not that, then damn it, I'm going to be a toddler and, and, and rant and rave, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, so there's that, I think that ends up stopping us up a lot of times the, The not knowing what we want, but I think even too, some of that might be from the, you know, sometimes we're afraid to try something because we're afraid that we're going to fail at it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I know for me, at least for my training, you know, I I want the, I want a project to be successful, but we're also not married to whatever choice we have for the rest of our life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I forget a lot of times is that, it's okay to make a choice now and hey tomorrow if, if I want to make a different choice make a different choice it's okay right and not be so concerned about you know the same thing like hey if I if I completely walk away from the profession that I've been in for 30 years and decide to do something else am I worried about what other people might say about me is that why I'm not doing it right mm-hmm. Uh, am I not doing it because I'm concerned about the money, right? And so I'm worried more about money than I am about doing what I really love to do. right? I think I think one of those great kind of exercises that I can't even remember who who taught me this, but I think I've heard it from a few people. But you know something like if you had five or ten million dollars in the bank and you never had to worry about money the rest of your life, what is it that you would really want to do? And I think that's a question that sometimes is helpful for us in figuring out what we would really like to do. Right. And so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the Monty Python scene from Monty Python just jumped into my head. So here you of go, course everybody. It did. Right. Of course <laughs> it did. Right. But holy in the search for the Holy Grail, right? There's there's the part I think it was that one. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was where there was the, the prince. It was kind of locked up in the castle, so they were kind of mm-hmm. making fun of like the princess in the castle. And Rapunzel let down mm-hmm. your hair, right? And so, so one of the knights comes to to save what he thought was a princess because you know they shot an arrow out and said, "Oh, I'm being held in in the in the against in the castle that, yeah. against my will." So the knights coming to save him. And so when he gets there and finds out, it's like this effeminate man. He's kind of like, "What are you talking about? You're not being held." He's like, "Well, what do you want? I just want to." sing and so this character starts singing right Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you know the king is dad, is in stop it stop it stop it stop it no singing no singing right but every time when it was you know to to the prince what do you really want i just want to sing right Mm -hmm. well if we just want to sing then sing right don't be afraid to to maybe admit it um Especially if we're we're concerned about what other people think, then we usually are holding ourselves back from our true potential. And again, how does this tie in with all the spirituality stuff? If you're in a job that you hate, that sucks you dry, that leaves you in these low-frequency emotions, that gets you angry, that makes you go home and want to yell at your kids or spouse or kick the dog, you're going to have a pretty hard time evolving spiritually, right? But the more that you can feel good, be happy, you know, feel gratitude, all these different things. And so if you're not doing what really makes you happy, you're halting your spiritual growth.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And feel free to replace job with, Relationship, whatever,
0: relationship, whatever, whatever it might it be, fits. yeah, whatever it might be, that's holding you back. And we talked about that before with the releasing and letting go, you know, is that again, sometimes those things just, we, we have to let those things go in order for us to do what we really want, what really makes our heart and our soul sing. right, to be punny about it. But that's, we use terms like that, right? So,
1: know. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Now you know how to get everything that your heart desires. Follow those easy, simple, one, if, two, if, three steps. Five, Jason, five, but-
0: five simple steps that you have to go back and listen to this again and write them down because we're not going to give you like a PDF to try to take no. your email address. Because again,
1: we don't get paid for this. So, <laughs> <No>. But <laughs> if you do
0: appreciate it, we'd love donations, right? I mean, if we, you really if you love would like it, to be then- our
1: sponsor. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to be our patron, patron. we would totally, uh, take that. Um, I've no, you know, I, we, we will, uh, accept patronage. We, yeah. we can, we can work something out there. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So anyway, the way Brad led it into you, right. You can have anything that you, that you desire and seriously, you can, If you get clear on what it is that you want, you know, if you do the little things that you need to, if you're visualizing what it looks like, but you've got to do the work. You've got to do those little things. You've got to imagine yourself there. You've got to do your part in it, you know, and being specific, having the courage, letting go, whatever, whatever it takes. Because again, you can't have that new thing usually until you let go of something else. And, um, but yeah, so really, and it's whatever you want. What do what do you want to create? What do you want different? You know, but again, hopefully the the goal at the end of the day is for you to feel more in a place of happiness and well being, so that you can continue to grow and evolve um, spiritually as well. So,
2: there you go. The words nope. of Jason. Okay. <laughs>
0: Well, there's some words that came out of my mouth. I don't know if they're my words, but.
1: <laughs> but that's another episode. So that's another
0: episode that we'll maybe talk about. So.
1: <laughs> right, All right, guys. Thanks again for listening <laughs> up with us and our shenanigans. Um, may you have everything that you want in your life uh, and come back and listen to next time.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I think one of the things that just popped in for me is um, a beautiful saying. That I heard my mentor just say recently. And what's part of this whole path and why Brad and I are doing things like this is, you know, for all of you that are listening, your happiness is my happiness. Your health is my health. Your well being is my well being. Right. And so we do, honestly, and no, all joking aside, you know, everybody who's listening, we want you to be happy. We want you to be in that place of well-being. We want you to feel good. We want you to be able to evolve. We want you to be able to have anything and everything that you want in this life. We want that for you, right? And so again, hopefully this helps you get one step closer. And um, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. We're going to be back. (laughs) See you then. See you then.